from Outrun the Bear Media. This is Dads on Dads on Dads on Technology. Hello and welcome to the Dads on Dads on Dads podcast, a show about the lighter side of fatherhood. Each week, each week us three newish dads discuss a theme and answer listeners' submitted questions on that theme about dad stuff, dad things, and dad-adjacent subjects. Now, keep in mind that from time to time, us dads might give advice, but let's face it, you really probably shouldn't take it. But we hope you have fun listening anyway, and we hope you enjoy coming along with us on our journeys through fatherhood. Now, as you might have been, t- been able to tell from the lead-in, we're going to try something a little different this episode. Instead of relying on our listeners' listeners submitted questions to tell us the subject of each episode's dads on dads on dads is going to have an episode theme we'll still be taking listener questions on each theme but we think this approach will help us get deeper and more interesting conversations that are more relevant to you so let's get to it as always i'm paul and here with me is michael hello and and colin hi i almost said and greeting as i'm as i'm reading (laughs) as i'm reading off my notes i almost said that Right. So, um, guys, before we drop into the questions, gentlemen, I have to ask you this. What's new in dadding? I'm glad that you have to ask us this. I like do. It's, <laughs> it's actually required by law. I think it passed uh, in the Senate. Uh, it's it a bipartisan bill. It's the only thing that's passed in the Senate. No, it's, it's more of a compulsion that I, feel, <laughs> that I feel compelled to ask you that. The power of podcasting compels you. Right. No, it does. <laughs> yeah. It does. Ow. Holy water. Holy water. Just hit me. <laughs> So what is new? Any anything other than other than technological frustrations as we get ready for this our episode <laughs> our on technology. technology. Day. Oh yeah. good lord. Who good knew? heavens. We're savvy people. No, we're, we I, we are not dumb. You like to think you are until stuff just kind of doesn't work, I find. No, so as, no as as the person in the room who works in the technology <laughs> business, um Technology is the worst. Uh, it's just like computers are terrible. I hate them so much. And as a programmer, I know what I'm talking about. Why do you hate them? Uh, Vent your spleen. The, the real reason is they do exactly what they are told and not what you want them to do. Right. Um, so like, uh, so, so it's like, oh, it's like, oh, well, I told it to do exactly this. Like, well, you may have thought you told it to do that. But uh, first off, it's it's running a program, and that program says what to do, and then you've just given that program inputs. And so, like, what, however that program interprets what you tell it to do is what the computer is going to do, uh, and that is very seldom what you want it to do. So computers are like those literal genies that you, you yeah. make a wish, and it gives you, like... Yeah, it computers are grants, monkey paws. It grants your wish, yeah. but you didn't want this. Yeah, no. <laughs> That's uh, that explains Twitter. Uh, <laughs> Twitter, uh, Twitter is is a is is a garbage fire as yeah. far as I'm concerned. It's really, it Twitter's really really rough. Um, How much time you spend on it? I don't, I don't spend I don't spend a ton because it's hard it's it's hard to look at a lot of times. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of negativity on there and there's a lot of Instagram seems to be a far more positive social media platform. Yeah. Uh, Facebook is a lot of people arguing back and forth. Nobody cares what the others arguing about. You know, it's not so much about debate or swaying people's opinions. It's more about standing there and declaiming 
whatever your beliefs are and hoping that you gather adherence. It's right. very strange. It's very strange. There's no real, it does not seem to me. It's just a straight up value signaling platform. It, essentially. Yeah. I mean, whatever your values or, happen to be. Virtue signaling. Virtue Sorry, that's sig- what I mean. Yeah. Whatever. But it's, it's, yeah. I mean, it's, 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 that's what it seems to be to me. I mean, no matter what your virtues actually are. Right. Yeah. I mean, everyone just seems to want to stand there and just say this, you know, this is what I believe. And I mean, I saw, I saw a post of uh, somebody's sharing around an article from Matt Walsh of the blaze about how student loan debtors are analogous to people who buy Lamborghinis and can't pay for them. And it's, I don't <laughs> oh, even I, I don't oh. even I don't even have the time or the inclination to go through and, and, and say why that's a, a vastly myopic false equivalency, but it just is. But at the same time, if you look at the comments and I did the mistake of reading the comments. <laughs> it's just a lot of people. Ver- this, you know, this is what I believe. These are what my virtues are, and I and I my virtues are aligned with the author of this piece. This is what my virtues are, and they are not aligned with the author uh, author of the piece. And and then it, and no nothing gets done. There's no accord somehow rele- reached at the end of the Facebook comment string where everything is somehow tied together and people go home with a happy ending. It's just bitterness and anger and angst, and it's just. <laughs> Very stressful to read through, and I don't know why yeah. I read through it. I think at the end of the day, I think these uh, these social media platforms and everyone on them just need to get off of my lawn. They're all <laughs> right. on my lawn, <laughs> and damn those kids. They're just sitting there on my lawn. I don't know what they're doing. They're they're playing stickball or something, and I want them off my lawn. No, but the thing is, right, so if you went to – if you say went to where – there's people on Facebook you don't agree with, right? Yeah. And they're not from New York City. Yeah. Right? Generally, um, yeah. and then some of them are from New York City, but the point is, you wouldn't go out to a place where those people who disagreed with you ate or drank socially and just started and, spouting your yeah right yeah. right 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 <laughs> and but yet and they wouldn't they wouldn't do that either they wouldn't come to where I hang out and just start spouting off they would just, you know they would just sit there and quietly probably eat or drink or do whatever because that's not what you do in polite society right? right you don't you know it's not civil to do that right but yet i think people feel entitled to do these you know yell by kind of commentings because they didn't ask for that point of view on their news feed it just kind of showed up there yeah and that's there with a capital t News feed. And you feel like you need to do something with it. You're right. Like, this thing is here. What do I do with this? Right. You have yeah. to you have to tweak that or you have to agree with it or disagree. You have to somehow interact with it. Yeah. But you don't. It's just a thing that appeared on your news feed. Yeah. It's it, it literally like your news feed is literally like the public sidewalk. Mm-hmm. Like in everyone that walks in front of your house on the sidewalk, you don't need to yell at or or speak to, or Maybe even you don't, or even or even acknowledge. No, but that, but that's the difference. I mean, yeah. I think people feel that their newsfeed is theirs somehow, and it's not. It's not. You're you're literally a content and data mining engine <laughs> for whatever social media platform you're on. That's all. The, that's all you exist to do yep. on that social media platform, right? Is yep. is is generate content that from which they can mine data to sell to advertisers. That's the model. It's yeah. always really important to remember on social media is that. that is is that, that you, not the model? No, no, it is. It's it's important to remember that you are the product, you are not the customer. Right. It's it's very important to remember that because, like, you know, you, you could say, like, oh, well, these people owe me things. These people don't owe you anything. They are mining you. Right. Like uh, They're taking you yeah. for every dime that they can get out of your data. Yeah. And instead of giving them money, you're giving them arguably something even more valuable. It depends on who you are, I think, but arguably something even more valuable than, than how much money you have in your bank account, which is your time. Right. 
you know, and you're giving them your time and your energy and certainly more valuable than money is your energy and your emotional, uh, whatever, whatever emotion, whatever scale measures emotions. Guignols? I don't know. I don't, jewels? <laughs> jewels? Are we doing work here? Like, what? what is it? And so I think what we're trying to say here is follow us on Facebook and right, on right, Twitter. Right. And interact with us. <laughs> and we'll, you know, and, and, you know, we'll try to, we'll try to, if we disagree, uh, disagree respectfully. And we'll try to get into engage you in, in conversations if you, if you're mm-hmm. so inclined. But at the same time, yeah, it's it's hard to watch on social media these days. It's an yeah. acrim- it's a really acrimonious place. Yeah. Um, so all right, guys, do I mean, what is though? I mean, social media isn't what's new in dadding, is it? <laughs> I mean, in a way, it's it it's not brand new to us, but uh, in a very real global sense, social media is new in dadding. Is it something you fear? Because it's something I fear for my kid. Yes, I'm so grateful that I didn't have it in high. I'm so grateful I didn't have it in high school. Uh, I can't imagine. I can't imagine having gone <laughs> yeah. through junior high and high right. school with that being a thing. Like we got email. I mean, I'll date myself, but we got email while I was in high school. We 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 threw in one of those AOL CD-ROMs. We were laying around on the street in the late '90s. Yep. We fired up the. <laughs> we fired that up, right, and right, uh, right. yeah, and I was on there. It was fine. It that, was fun. Like it wasn't a major part of my life. That man. sweet twenty two hundred baud yeah. modem that you had. Oh, when we got ASL. The, when we got fifty six six. That, that was, that a, was thing. a big deal. We got extra numbers in our hometown to dial in because they were busy all the time. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. It's anyway. like a fax machine almost. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm I I'm so grateful I didn't have to deal with it, and I don't know that I have the tools to. Uh, give my son, you know, to deal with like, I don't know. There, I mean, there there are PSAs on Disney Junior about using social media wisely, which is good. I'm glad they're doing that, but it's just such a it's a weird thing that we have to deal with now. You what know? are the, what are the PSAs saying? Um, being careful about sharing your data. I know that's one thing. <laughs> Seriously, like 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 if you post but a everything picture, you, but everything you post is mine. Well, it's not about that. It's about if you post a picture of something cool, make sure like your phone number's not in the background or you know, right, like, right, like being right. aware of what you're posting on there. Um, yeah, don't post in front of your social security card. Right. Uh, being positive, you know, hey, not, cool, not saying. Cool game. Post your mother's maiden name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the street you, you grew up on. Um, oh, social media. So yeah. it's good to know that people are aware of it. People who are clearly completely responsible for our children's upbringing, uh, mm-hmm. major media corporations, are right. uh, taking upon themselves to be like, hey, you know. I totally trust those people to. We should. We should. <laughs> I give them all all my power. <laughs> um, um, yeah, it, the bullying aspect of it gives mm-hmm. me hives. Yeah. Uh, I was yeah, I was I wasn't bullied even all that bad, but I I de- definitely got bullied. I was really tiny mm. in like sixth and seventh grade. I was like I was just under five feet, and then just over five feet for most of seventh grade. So I was small um, until I really grew in high school, um, all the way up to. A whopping five nine, but I became like I became like in high school is when I became an average sized human being. Yeah, yeah. But I was small before then. I was m- smaller than most of the kids. So yeah, I had my fair share of getting pushed around and and pushed into the odd locker and called names and yada 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 all the rest of it. I could not imagine a Twitter dog pile at that age or a Facebook dog pile yeah. at that age. I, I just I just couldn't imagine it. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's then it's things like that that make me want to restrict completely access to social media until some sort of age of majority that I invent for my own 
for my own mental well-being. Yeah, like okay, on behalf yeah. of my child, like okay, you, you're you 16. Yeah, right. You're yeah. 16. You you can go and do this. Yeah. 15 years, four months, 17 days. That's really specific. Do you yeah. have a reason for that or no? Yes. What is it? I have a reason. <laughs> there, you, there, you, there you. Okay. So long as you know, so long as that's uh, that's so long as your reason is well founded and and well elucidated, yeah. I think we can we can be fine with that. All right, guys. So that's it's not necessarily what's new in dating because uh, it's been going around for a long, long time. But it's certainly something that's top of my mind every time I log on to Twitter and see the latest trending topics and trending arguments. But uh, but you know, it's certainly something that we can all chew on as we get older or no you wouldn't give you, you none of you would give social media to a child under 10 no though, god right? no right no. like what's your age my age is 16 what's your age like yeah something like that it's, it's down, way down the road just That's like wave it know. just wave it off right yeah, wave yeah. it off because i don't have to feel yeah. it think about it yeah. yet for me yeah. it's 15 years four months 17 <laughs> days again weirdly specific <laughs> for michael but i think we'll take it all right guys let's let's get into the questions question number one Again, this is our technology episode. One, what's one piece from an anonymous questioner? What's one piece of technology you did not think was integral when you became when you first became a parent, but now that you actually don't think you could live without? I've got a an, a, a a kind of a weird one, uh, and that is like so. I, I mentioned that I'm in yeah in technology as my job. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do a lot of technology stuff. And one of the things that uh, I did in my apartment before uh, becoming a parent was I uh, connected all my light switches, so they're all smart light switches, and I've got uh, Google Homes everywhere. Uh, Google also, of course, not a sponsor of this podcast. <laughs> right. Yet. And they, do, they don't even let us do, on Google Home, by the way, they don't even let us do flash briefings. Yeah. You yeah, can't, it's, yeah. all, it's all curated on yeah. Google Home by Google yeah. Home themselves. It's not, it's not as open as Alexa to the, to the whole flash briefing yeah. craze, which is a little crazy to me. They seem a little behind, and you'd think they'd want to jump on that, but apparently they don't. Yeah. So just <laughs> but gonna, one way or the other. Just going to let that dangle. <laughs> one way or the other, um, I think that, that specifically the smart light switches and also just generally being able to tell my apartment to do a thing has been just incredibly useful. So, like, I can walk into a room with my hands full of baby and tell it to turn on the light, and it does it. Or I can tell it to turn off the light before I get into it so that he doesn't, like, go in and be like, ah, there's lights on, which he does. He says that, which is interesting (laughs) because he can't talk yet. Right. It's interesting that he would vocalize just that sentence. Yeah, that's the only thing he can say. (laughs) Right. Um, Oh, wait, so Finn, you speak? Nope, just that sentence and this one explaining it. Are you sure, buddy? (laughs) 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 yeah pretty much uh so so there's that and then like being able to ask it what the weather is so that you know when we're trying to throw stuff on um in the middle of uh getting ready uh it's it's really really useful it's one of the things i noticed when i was um when when i went to washington dc was that you know like i didn't have that and Mm -hmm. so like i couldn't shout at at Google to ask to, to you know to tell me what the weather was like. I had to go to my phone like a heathen. Yeah, right. And hold a button down to activate yeah. Siri like some peasant. <laughs> right, exactly. Check the or check the weather manually. Yeah. as yeah. I have referred to it. Yeah, look at a window. What's up with that? No, I got to check the weather manually, and by manual I mean to click my phone. <laughs> That's how lazy I've become. <laughs> 
Well, but it's the the voice activation is we have one Google Home that's not that connected to our apartment, and I mm-hmm. wish it was connected to more things because the the ability to just say things is it's fun. Like like I got a Kindle, and now when I read an actual book, I want to like hold down my finger on a word that I want to find for me. Mm-hmm. Like that happens. Like I've been reading as long as you know since like I was four or something. I've been reading. And it took me like within a year of having a Kindle to be like, I want this to work. Like this right. needs to work. <laughs> and having the voice activation, I want everything to be voice activated now because yeah. it's super convenient. And yeah. it's frustrating when they're not. Yeah. yeah. Although it's 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 interesting because like um, you only kind of want voice activation in very private spaces. Like you don't want to mm. be like on a subway no, or in a yeah. crowded yeah. like yelling at your phone to do something. Like that right. feels and looks weird. No. But um, so like it's not useful outside of the home, but inside of the home, it's so great to, yeah. to be able to do. So you don't you don't have the residual kind of survivalist fear that you're giving some sort of power away to some sort of listening device that has some sort of nefarious ends. So uh, as someone who works in technology, um, they have it anyway. Right. Like right. <laughs> I'm 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 at that like. Uh, acceptance phase in, in the the stages of grief, where like, <laughs> what for your private data? Yeah, you actually do. You, so you believe that your private data is all is all held? Oh, it's in part by every every what is it? Every single social media company, pretty one, much one yeah. or all, pretty much all of them. I think it's been on the dark. I think my own private data, including my social security number, has been on the oh, dark your, web about nine hundred mm-hmm. times. Your your social security number, probably a lot of your credit cards, um, right. like. Every, everything's up there so like i it's it's to the point where there's so much illicit information out there that criminals actually wouldn't have the time in this mm. lifetime to actually use it all yeah. <laughs> like so it's I, just like luck of the draw right so yeah. whether you yeah. right it's a it's a random lottery to yeah. whether or not your identity gets thieved i'm i'm pretty much protecting myself by not being a public figure whoops right <laughs> Right. Hopefully this podcast <laughs> never gets really popular so I mean, that my data stays safe. <laughs> We're going to sabotage this thing. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I think the technology in this room might, might be doing just that. Yeah. Although, you know, the QED stuff has been has been so good for so long. I'm, uh, you know, we had a little trouble uh, to fill everyone in on uh, setting up to record today. And it's just it's just completely took me by surprise because the QED stuff has been always been mm-hmm. so, so great. I think it's probably something I'm, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and assume that there's something wrong with my computer. It seems that way. That is that is about five years old right now. So I, I think there's two yeah. options. One is that it's your computer. The other is that something was unplugged and not replugged in. Right. And since I don't know audio technology very well, right. I'm just like I don't know what to plug in. I don't want to touch too many things because yeah. then that'll screw cords stuff in here. up more. Or yeah. option three, I am just inadequate as a man. <laughs> well, that that might be it. That might be it. It might be. I know Teddy has whispered that into my ear many a night, <laughs> which is, of course, the only thing that Teddy can say. Weirdly, yeah. yeah. He, you know, oh, Teddy, you can speak. No, I can just whisper that in this sentence explaining it. And then he just goes back to cooing and crying. It's yeah. very strange. Very strange how that works. Uh, so so you're not obviously nervous about the whole Google Home, but you like having a connected household. Yeah. It feels very Jetsons to me. Yeah. It's, it's in the best way. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah like I, I, I'm looking for- You don't get that robot Rosie doing <laughs> drugs in the bathroom. <laughs> no. Not not too many anyway. Um, like I'm looking forward to getting- Like I, I'm, I'm now like so excited to get more uh, smart home things- uh, but they're expensive. Yeah. So. Would you want to connect all your basic appliances? Like your, fr- if you could, would you connect your refrigerator, stove, 
microwave, I, all the rest of it? I mean, so generally, yes. Would you part, go full Internet of Things? I would. I would. Uh, part of the problem is, of course, there's limited utility to a lot of them because, like, um, it's like, oh, okay, my oven is connected. And, like, right. I, it can't cook something for me. Like, I, like, the best that I could do is tell it to preheat. Uh, like, that's that's kind of what I would get from connecting my oven and being like, oh, is the oven on, being able to turn it off. Like, those are kind of the only things that you get from it. Unless, like, you have more things. Like, maybe if there's uh, cameras inside that could watch it, like, that might be really cool. Right. Like, some, some internal temperature controls that could actually, like – uh, like have an infrared camera on your food that says, okay, this is the internal temperature of that. Oh, like yeah. that would be really cool. That's true. I think there's uh, something called the June oven, I want to say, which doesn't sponsor this podcast. No, but I, I think, they probably should though. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think that it's that's one of the new ones where it has those cameras and it uses a couple different heating technologies to, to cook your food. So like something like that sounds really cool and I would love to have, but like, I mean, I had a, um, a sous vide for a while uh, that died, but um, but one way or the other, like it it ha- it was connected, and I was like, I don't know that I have any use for yeah. this being connected, other than like, oh, it tells me when it's done, and but like if I leave, if I left the house, like I couldn't do too much more than like, oh, okay, it's it's done. Yeah. Um. So th- that's the problem with a lot of the appliances being connected is there's not a whole lot of utility. Yeah. Uh, refrigerator can do a lot of really cool stuff, but it takes a lot to figure it out. Like, if it can say it's like, oh, this is what you have in your refrigerator, that's really cool. Yeah. And then you could like check it when you're at the grocery store. It's like, oh, do I have yeah, any? I need more of whatever? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, sh- you know, uh, I need milk. Yeah. Eggs yeah. and stuff like and that. And then, like, uh, there's also some stuff where it, so it wait, can detect do... if, like, if something goes bad and it's like, oh, this milk is bad. You can you need to replace it. Like, there's some technology that can do that. And so if if that technology is good enough, it works, then that would be really cool and really useful to have. Mm-hmm. To be clear, do you have any of this technology in your home no. right now? So, like, yeah. you don't have a June oven or a refrigerator no. that can no. kind of check if if, no. if, uh, if stuff's bad. No, I have light switches. Right. <laughs> but light switches seems pretty seems yeah. really convenient. Yeah. And it's an easy way, like, if you're getting into bed and there's a light switch on over mm-hmm. by the kitchen or whatever it is. Oh, it's great. It's really great being able to get into bed and then saying, hey, Google, turn off all the lights. Uh, sorry for everyone whose lights I just turned off. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oops. All right. So we have a connected apartment is one technology that's uh, that you couldn't live without, and that seems pretty powerful. But Colin, I think you and I are united yeah. in this next one. Yeah. Uh, so what do you got? The sound machine. Yeah. It's which has come up here. I think maybe one of the last episodes we talked about the sound. It's it's especially in a smaller place. It's crucial, and right. we didn't. I don't think we had one for a while, or we had one, but we didn't use it. But once once Dell was in the crib, you know, in a bedroom, and we were very, very close to that bedroom in our tiny apartment, it became crucial to have that thing set up uh, with just the white noise. It had all they have like the bubbling brook in the ocean and whatever else. And I'm like, I, just, I need the the steady white noise. Uh, and we actually felt like we could move around in our apartment without waking the baby because that's the number one concern uh, of your life once your baby starts sleeping through the night. No, and then they're light sleepers too. Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know. I, well, I know Teddy's a light sleeper. We always thought Dell was a light sleeper. We moved into our new place. Uh, the first night we used the oven, the smoke alarms went off three times, and he never moved. <laughs> it was scary. Was he, was he feeling all right? 
I think so. Okay. Yeah, Amy went to check on him. She made me go check on him again later because she was like, maybe I didn't look at him right. He was just asleep. <laughs> didn't bother him. So that was a nice reality check. Uh, I still creep around like a ninja because I'm just so used to it. But, but yeah, the sound machine. And then I got used to it too. Um, so yeah, we had just a, like a mechanical, like mechanical. I mean, it was, you know, it had a speaker on it, but uh, it wasn't. It was just a standalone sound machine. You push buttons to choose the sounds, and that eventually gave up. So now we use an app. Uh, on an iPad. But, so, yeah. so mine is is very similar to that. And you use an iPad. I use an uh, I think what what is now an outdated iPod Touch. The the word iPod is outdated. So yes. so iPod. It's, so it's an iPod Touch. With I have the, a Nano, by the way. With the right. So now you could now you could uh, officially stick three thousand songs in your ear. Mm-hmm. Um, the but the iPod Touch it still has the wide. Apple connection. Remember the mm. old wide yep. connection? Yeah. Yeah, it still has that. And it's the only thing that works with what can best be described as an outdated iPod dock. Wow. It was it was specifically de- it was a it's a dock, a speaker a speaker system. Yeah, that was speci- a thing. Specifically designed for the, that specific connection that my brother bought oh ages ago. And it's great. No, yeah. it's. I mean, it's really high quality stuff, and you know, and I'm sure he spent a, a reasonable amount of money, an acceptable amount of money on it. <laughs> um, so, Alan, if you're listening, I'm, you know, I'm not going to criticize you for it. I'm not going to kill you for it. But, uh, uh, and I could just say to you, it's you know, it's really come in handy. And that's the one thing I thought that though that 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 I could always kind of get through because I was like, you know what, I can sing, and I could always sing him to sleep. He stopped going to sleep when I sang like a month in, and then it just never would put him to sleep. And so he needed that white noise that the iPod that we play on the iPod Touch through the speaker dock system that that broadcasts it really nice out into the out into the bedroom and in the kitchen if needs be or, or wherever we're at yeah and it provides that wall of sound where we can actually function in our apartment like adults and not have to speak in hushed whispers as if some ill dictator is sleeping in the <laughs> next room and does not wish to be disturbed it's it's really it's it's quite it's quite nice but i did i didn't think it was going to be important but man you know in the last especially in the last couple of months the the white noise in that dock has become just huge he does he doesn't go to sleep without it he doesn't even nap during the day without it yeah, yeah. it's always it's always on if he's sleeping uh it's it's big it's huge it came up big it's big in big spots um, if it were a, a college basketball player, I would I would tout its draft status because it'd be going it'd be might be going in the top five, might even be you know might be a lottery pick, might you know might fall down to the top fifteen, but you know it's a huge huge player in this household, and it's and it's really starring, uh, really really pull, pulling a star turn right here, to uh, to not overextend the sports <laughs> analogy. Which, so, I, which I'm yeah. doing, but I don't care. So Paul is talking about sports for those of you who uh, who tuned out. March Madness, March Madness is coming up. Come on, basketball. No, uh, but no, it's it's really it's it's a it's been a really big deal in our house. My concern, and so we got off of pacifiers as early as we could because a friend told us a story about being on vacation and having their daughter with them, and they didn't have a, the pacifier that she needed. And so he's out looking at Walgreens at like 2 in the morning to get this pacifier. You don't want to have that one thing that they need for something, mm-hmm. but we totally have that now, and I'm I'm concerned about that. It hasn't come up yet, but, you know, the battery dies, the power goes out, whatever. We're traveling, we forget it. Like, you can always just look at them and go, 
Yeah. <laughs> we'll go with shift. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think for Teddy it's the white noise itself. Yeah. It's that kind of wall of sound that's constant that he's become used to. We've acclimated him both to whatever plays through our iPod touch. Okay. When did they stop selling iPod touches? Can somebody Google that? I think it was can years we, ago. Can we Google this? I've got an old nano that I still run with because I, I don't want to bring my phone with me. I right. think they stopped selling it in nineteen seventy five. That is analog technology. <laughs> I mean you you wanna make you know I, I I was I was one of the old I went to law school I was one of the older students in law school and there were and there were you know the classmates and now colleagues of mine who used to make jokes making me almost comically old yeah and they were right um, I guess I'm still using an iPod Touch and it's 2019 if it works you know like <laughs> it somehow st- it somehow still connects to the internet I said amazingly <laughs> and ostensibly not knowing how the internet works <laughs> because of course it still connects to the bloody internet right it has you know, it has the capabilities to do so. Yeah. Although it does not connect to 5G. Oh, that's okay. It only connects to the 2G network. Yeah, oh, I, I was going to say it doesn't connect to 3G either because it's <laughs> too old. Right. Because the third generation came after the iPod Touch. But I, I love the, I love the interface. I love the, I love the swipiness of it. And that's, that's a word. You know, I just love how easy. <laughs> It's to use, and yes, it is a piece of old technology. But I never thought it would be. I never thought my old iPod Touch that I had never touched for, oh, I don't know how many years, five years at least. I didn't even. Yeah. I didn't even touched it to move it. Like it was just sitting in that part of my drawer. I didn't know how that how that would be one of the most integral pieces of technology in my home once I had a child. That's how. That's how. It's it's amazing. It's a it's a feel good story for the iPod Touch. It really is. All right. So, <laughs> from one piece of technology that we can't live without, or that's integral to us, goes to one piece of. The second question is, from an anonymous source, one piece of technology that has made you you think a better parent. Gentlemen, what I got one. If you don't, what do you got? I, you should go because I have a contrarian answer. So, all right. So my the one piece of technology that is me, and this isn't like uh, gadgetry necessarily. When we talk about technology, it's about you know, whatever the technology is. It could be a pulley system. It could I be a steam engine. Right. That's technically a piece of technology. Right. <laughs> could be a steam engine. I don't know how. I hope that, it's not. I don't. Know. <laughs> it seems very unsafe. I, but. I, I mean, it's it, it seems overkill. <laughs> uh, but for me, it's the it's the bottle warmer. That has made me a better parent. The reason why is that it's obvious that it became obvious that my son wouldn't take a cold bottle after my after Emily tried to feed him a bottle because I didn't pick up on what he was doing. So whenever I would feed him with a cold with a refrigerated cold bottle and he's in Teddy's uh, Teddy is breastfed. But whenever I would feed him in the morning with a cold bottle so, you know, Emily can get a little extra sleep at like four or five in the morning he would, what he was doing that I didn't really notice was spitting it out. Hmm. So you just he, thought it was messy. Right, right. I just thought, oh, he's a really messy eater. Okay. But something's going down. Yeah. And he's still crying. Why is he still crying? Mm. He's He appears to be taking it, but then it just keeps leaking out the side of his face. Obviously, he's a baby. He doesn't know how to swallow yet. I mean, obviously, that's wrong. But what was happening was in a four-ounce bottle, he wouldn't really start eating until it had spent 20 minutes and two ounces in my hand so it was warmed up Mm. and then he would take it down like there was no like like there was nothing he wasn't really eating it 
So Emily noticed that and she says, oh, he's spitting it out because she tried to feed him a cold bottle. I was like, no, he's not. He's spitting it. He's not spitting it out. He's just messy. He's like, no, you're an idiot. He's spitting it out. Like he's just, he's purposely letting it leak out the side of his face. So I was like, oh, okay. All right. So we got a, so we got a bottle warmer. And let me tell you the difference. Number one is night and day between him eating a cold, trying to eat a cold bottle and him eating a warm bottle. He actually takes the warm bottle Yeah. and he'll coo before he takes the warm bottles. Like, Ooh, this is warm. Uh. Like he'll happily coo and then yeah. he'll take it all down. And then, and then, and then he'll usually be looking for a bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, but the reason why it's made me a better parent is because it takes time to warm a bottle. You have to build in a certain amount of time to get the bottle ready, to throw the bottle in the, in the contraption, to throw the water in the bottom of the contraption because it steams it warm. Mm-hmm. Throw the water in the bottom of the contraption so that, you know, so that it steams it not only to, to a hotter temperature but the right hot temperature because if it's, if it's too hot, you can't feed it to him. If it's too cold, he won't take it. Yada, yada, yada. So what you really have to do is you really have to watch his signs to see how close is he to needing a bottle. You know, how yeah. how far away am I from him completely melting down and actually not taking something because he's upset. Right. And so on that basis, I would say that it's made me a better parent because it's made me a more attentive parent. Mm-hmm. Because I know that I've got a set amount of time that it takes me to execute a bottle warm to his preferences. And... I have to watch him to see how far he is away from completely melting down and not taking anything in order to actually take the bottle warm to his preferences. So I, on the basis that it has made me pay more attention to him, I would say it's made me a better parent. Okay. That's that's where I'm at with yeah, the yeah. bottle warmer. And I actually like the bottle warmer. It's made, it's made me feeding him like uh, – not only easier, but more uh, like I feel like I won something whenever he takes the bottle. Okay, that that ties in nicely to my contrarian answer because my, I'm sure there is a piece of technology that has helped me to be a better parent. But the first thing that came to mind was that most, and I I, I like technology. I'm not a luddite. Like I've always, I'm not an early adopter either. But I'm always on top of stuff. Like I, you know, whatever. Um, but uh, most of my relationship with technology with Dell now is keeping it away from me so that I can focus on him because that's that like it's TV it's the internet it's my phone it's whatever I'm I'm trying to like reduce my time on those things so that I can be attentive to him and and see you know what's going on with him and make sure he's not just vegging out watching a TV or he's engaged with things with me with his toys whatever you know there's so many distractions yeah and so i feel like i'm constantly struggling against my own like complete dependency on the internet to just fill my mind with garbage right you like use use <laughs> useless useless factlets yeah and i cuz i'm i love right? knowing things and if a if the slightest question comes up, I'm like, oh, I need to look that up. Let's Google that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I, I Googled the cost of a June, of a June, of a June oven. Mm-hmm. I think it, I, I, I uh, but I forget what it is. So I'd have to Google it again. It was again. seven dollars. Is it really seven dollars? No, it's, 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 it's one. expensive. It's, it's, I think it's pricey. I would yeah. imagine. I think it's. Yeah. Pricey. It's also not a sponsor of this podcast. Also, one of the many companies not currently sponsoring. One Dad's of the on every companies. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that's, I mean, that's really what it comes down to for me is, is (laughs) trying to avoid technology. I definitely use technology, um, with him. I mean, every, everything that we, all of the entertainment in the house is the Xbox. So that's, you know, he knows that. And we, 
Uh, he's not playing any games or anything, and I'm I'm careful about if I, I try. I don't really play games around him yet. I don't want that to be a thing. But if I am trying to finish something up or think he might be awake, it's going to be like a relatively fun game like Minecraft or something that he can actually see without being horrified. Because I'm also playing a lot of a lot of shoot 'em ups. I uh, don't want that in the brain yet. So, um, but yeah, all our TV and stuff, the Netflix and we do YouTube TV and the you know all that's that's all on the Xbox. So it's not like he's mm-hmm. we're not using it or anything. But it's 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 always a question of like measuring it out. Uh, what for you for your own use for for me and for him right um, yeah. do, you, do you have a technology diet that you're on not specifically but i'm just like oh i've been zoned out for too long i need to need to re-engage or like oh i'm I'm not doing anything productive on this thing i need to get away from it it's more of a just try a constant struggle to be aware and not turn my brain off which is what they want us uh, like they it's what they, it's what they, twitter they. it's what facebook wants you to they, do they you conspiracy theorist who's to, that it's you know to turn your brain off and keep scrolling like that's right. that's their goal cuz then they right. keep you in there longer and that's not good for your kid it's about it's about audience engagement not only on the platform but it's about time spent on that platform yeah, yeah. consecutively like if they can get you you know if they see you and you're on twice a day but you're on for 2 hours twice a day that's yeah. you know that's a that's a big coup they're doing I, all right i yeah. i mean i have to i definitely i definitely have to remind myself especially when when we're doing when we're doing something quiet or trying to do something quiet that 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 this is where my focus is right now mm-hmm. and that i need to put other and it's not always technology related but i need to put other more say work comes home with you in your brain yeah. sometimes you know, and I need to put other thoughts out of my head because I need to be present right in this moment. And yeah. there really isn't anything more important in that moment that I need to be doing. And whatever I do, quote unquote, need to be doing will actually keep, even if somebody tells you that it won't keep for five minutes, it will always keep for five minutes yeah. or 10 minutes or 15 minutes or however long that you're that you're spending with your son. I I, I think that's that's more of a that's more where it comes from. Technology itself isn't such a pull mm-hmm. an attention suck because I've never been a big TV watcher. Mm-hmm. Like I don't and I don't sit and I'm not the type to sit down and and watch a ton of movies, you know, front to back. And I don't play video games anymore. Mm-hmm. Although I wish I did. I love video games. Uh, but that but it's always been part of a reminder just to try to keep myself present. So I mean that's I mean just do do you do you deal with similar technological distractions? I mean most um, of the technology probably shouts at you, Mike. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, in your house and reminding reminding you that it exists and that you should interact with it. Is that how it feels to live in a connected house? Uh no, honestly, because like uh, it's it's just like you know most of it's push rather than than pull. So like or pull rather than push. So like you you ask for things rather than it telling you things. Right. So like um for now. For now, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, like if if I was going to say the thing that made me a better parent, it's just generally the internet cuz like I'd be able to go on and look up things like, "Oh, how do I do this?" That's true. Okay, cool. That's a good point. Yeah. Like but not diseases. Well, oh, or don't, or, or, don't or, look up diseases. <laughs> or sicknesses. But it's always nice. Those to, are crazy. There's some weird thing that'll happen, mm-hmm. and you look it up, and you're like, you see 50 people, like, yeah, yeah. it's just a baby thing. Yeah, and you're right. Like, oh, okay, right, thank right. God. Yeah, I saw pulling. I saw the pulling of the ear, mm-hmm. and I saw Teddy start to pull his ear, and I was like, oh my God, he has an ear infection, and we're gonna need. And then you know you log on to the internet, yeah. and, and the internet collectively tells you to chill. Yeah, <laughs> you know there are those moments. Yeah, I yeah. Guess. yeah. I've had a lot yeah. of that. That's a good point. What's yeah. a particularly useful useful thing that the internet has has told you? 
Um, oh God, everything. <laughs> uh, it, it's just nice to be able to go, to go on and uh, find useful repositories of parenting information, like say a podcast named Dads on Dads <laughs> on Dads. Um, but like, it, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Uh, there, there's just a whole bunch of like, oh my God, what, what is this? Uh, it's like, oh wait, what, what colors of poop do I have to be careful about? It's like, oh, this, uh, my, my baby's poop is algae green. What, ha- what does that mean? It's like, yeah, oh, yeah. it means they're probably f- swallowing snot and they might have a small stomach bug, but they're fine. Right. Um, like, and you don't need to, to go to a pediatrician. It's, it's okay. They'll get over it unless like, unless there's something else that's a yeah. problem. Like that, that's the sort of thing where it's just like, okay, I don't need to freak out everything's okay. And so for a first-time parent, it's really <laughs> nice to be able to have that. Because like, if, if I look for health stuff for myself, it's usually like you are dying of 12 different kinds of diseases. Yeah. Uh, but for a baby, it's usually like they're fine. Right. Yeah. right. You're, you're okay. For adults, it's Safarian Jenkins syndrome, and it's yeah. incurable. Yeah, and pro or inoperable, depending on what depending on what you're asking about. Yeah, <laughs> but for kids, I I'm yeah. I'm happy with that. I've always been happy with the the tenor of the advice concerning children yeah. that I find on the internet. Yeah, it's it's not a they. I think they. I think people that post that the, that sort of content yeah. acknowledge that parents are alarmists anyway, yeah. mm-hmm. and that we're given to worry and yeah. maybe even mental hyperbole. So, but and, and it's also usually uh, supportive. Uh, it, building on that it's usually a supportive yes it's like this is a thing that happens like it's very scary we understand so it's not like oh you idiot it's which is what the rest (laughs) of the internet is honestly it's it's not like oh why are you even bothering me with this stupid thing it's like oh no it can be really scary when that sort of thing happens but it's it's probably just this uh keep watching if you know if you're concerned talk to your pediatrician but it's probably okay Mm -hmm. and so um no one listened to me because you know always call your pediatrician (laughs) if you're concerned right but (laughs) absolutely you shouldn't google any i mean googling can help yeah and and can help ground you in terms of land you in a ballpark of what condition it might be but yeah certainly if you have any medical questions you should probably just call your pediatrician <laughs> yeah, yeah and they'll tell you to chill too i mean yeah. uh, we've called the pediatrician they're like just relax have some dip <laughs> you weirdo does stop your, does your pediatrician work for big dip no <laughs> no no i mean but you know they but they're like no it's okay this by is... dip he means uh, of course chewing tobacco <laughs> right. this is no this is normal they yeah. give they give you the they give you the the eye you know because you could tell the, the you could sometimes tell when the person on the other side of the phone is rolling their eyes um you know <laughs> the they, sound of eye rolls right just coming you know you know you could hear the you could hear the eyeballs scraping the, <laughs> scraping the top layer of cells and the interior yeah. of the eyelids you yeah. know you can you can that's something that that's something that comes across in a phone call but we've we've definitely had those conversations with the pediatrician yeah. that it is okay yeah that it's normal or that it's something that will pass yeah and it's good that the internet can for once be helpful instead can once help to ameliorate a problem instead of exacerbate that problem indeed all right so we got question number three again from an anonymous source anonymous is our most popular questioner one piece of technology that that's is... the the group anonymous right no yeah, the group no, anonymous. no it's not 
ask not. these questions. It is not. They're all of child rearing age now. <laughs> <laughs> are, do you think they are though? How probably, old? Are you? They're probably How old pretty you? close to it. Yeah, I think yeah. they're. I think they're a sight older. They've been kind of going since. They've been around for at least ten years, right? I, I understand they're legion. I feel like <laughs> I feel like fifty, almost fifteen or twenty. Yeah, no? yeah. Like since kind of since nine eleven, right? Well, I don't, they had the Scientology the prank. Uh, I think in the mid two thousands. That was when I first heard about them. Right. So that's. I mean, that's that's their twenty five year old prank. I assume, or yeah. the twenty two year old prank. Yeah. So I mean, it's fifteen. They're yeah. You're right. You're I feel right. Like they're hitting it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're hitting child. They're, you know, they're getting babies. Anonymous juniors. Yeah, right. Running around in the Guy Fox masks. All of them. All of them hacking Nintendo switches or, <laughs> yeah. or DSs or whatever it is. Really hard to find Guy Fox ma- masks that small. Yeah, it yeah. is. No, it is. That's that is true. Now I want to Google. I'm gonna have to look that up. I want to see a baby in a Guy Fox mask. I think it would be adorable. Just do Guy Fox makeup and, <laughs> yeah. and vaguely threatening too, right, right. right? Like, yeah. like I. You know, that baby's cute, but I don't want to hang out with that baby. <laughs> I think that's more than vaguely threatening. <laughs> so one piece of technology, again, from an anonymous questioner that is in your home and that you use, but that you wish would go the way of the dodo, that you wish you didn't have to, that you wish didn't exist. For whatever reason, you just wish it would just go away. My phone, my, <laughs> my wife's phone, right? The phone of everyone on the street who's buried in their phone. It's there. I mean, I don't wish they would go away because they're so necessary. The, the the cat's way out of the bag, and has bought a bag factory and is now in in charge of the bags. But like, it's it's basically the thneed maker from from the Lorax. Yes, it's just cutting down. The cats are cutting down <laughs> forests of bag trees to yeah. make even more bags yeah. to sell into an already. Overbagged populace. Yeah. But it's because it, I mean, then this is what I was talking about in my, the previous answer, but it, it's just, it's a constant pull. The kid's fascinated with it. It's nothing but trouble for them at this point because they're either going to delete your things or find things that they do not need to see uh, on there. Um, do you think that they would register? Do you think that, for example, your son would be able to register truly horrible images at this uh, point? No, I don't think so. Do you Probably think that not. it would make sense? Do you think that it would, that, yeah, it, that it, I don't. I'm, I'm curious. What I'm asking is, I think, is do you think that it has the capacity to frighten in that way? Probably not. Uh, I would just, the language, like hearing language, would be the biggest concern for him at his age, um, because he's uh, he's almost two, and so he repeats a lot. And I think he'll he'll say things sometimes. I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have said that at some point that you've picked up. Um, <laughs> so it's hard. But anyway, um, yeah, it's a constant I, – I, I, I do not want him to be a phone zombie. Uh, pretty sure I've said this on here before. And uh, I mean, no parent wants their kid to be a zombie. Right. For one, zombies only eat brains. Yeah. No, but it, your point is well taken. Nobody, nobody wants their kid to be a slave to, to whatever technology that's present at the time. Yeah. But at the same time, the technology does exist and your kid's going to use it. So they yeah. may as well learn to use it and, ra- and ration it. Yeah. I mean, if you, saw, if you saw my brother and I when Super Nintendo came out, <laughs> yeah. for the first three days after it came out, we, we played it like we paid it, we played it like it was a drug and it, we were addicted it to it. It was the best Christmas. It, it's like to this day, it was still amazing. My favorite Christmas. The NES Christmas and the Super NES yeah. Christmas were the two best Christmases. Yeah. Right. F Zero was the first game that was in there for random, like for whatever reason, it was F Zero. Twisted I remember... Metal. No, not Twisted Metal. That was the PlayStation Christmas. Yeah, yeah. 
I remember the title screen. I remember the music. I remember thinking, oh, my God, this is in my house, and I get to play this. It was, it was Super Mario World for yep. me. Yeah. And – this is a this is a big this is a big tangent, but it's important. We were we were on vacation in Maine when uh, the Legend of Zelda: a Link to the Past oh. came out over the summer. Okay, it was a summer game, okay. and it was like I think they were trying to do a summer blockbuster thing, or maybe I'm wrong. But it was a summer game, and it was on like back order because remember we always you know all us kids used to used to have this vague notion that all the Nintendo games were played in Japan and sold in Japan first, mm -hmm. and then made their way to the states, and they made their way from west to east. Mm -hmm. So it's in, in Japan, then it goes to California, then it comes to the East Coast. Because Th that's think, how supply chains work. <laughs> I, but what kid? But what yeah. kid really thinks about it in those terms? Yeah. That's really all we knew. That it was over there, and then it comes. But it comes in stages. So you know, you hear about it. I dreamt of Nintendo, of the Legend of Zelda: A Link to the Past, while I was on vacation <laughs> in Maine with my family because I could not wait to play that game. Yeah. And and you know what? When it came. It delivered. Absolutely. It was as good as advertised, and it's the best GD game <laughs> that I have ever played, I think. I, th I still replay it. To, like every every year or two still. It so solid. Up. Yeah. So solid. Yeah. So, I, yeah. So, so but, I got to keep my kid off this technology is what I'm saying. <laughs> but the thing is, but the point I was trying to make is that two days after those first two days – we we'd reached some semblance of equilibrium mm -hmm. and we had and we we had personal limits yeah. because it doesn't feel good physically to do to be keyed into technology for that long yeah. to be staring at a television and playing on the controller and, and whatever it is it doesn't it doesn't feel physically good and if i come up the stairs from a basement where i've been playing nintendo for 8 hours straight and i feel sick to my stomach there's it's nothing i ate yeah because i probably didn't <laughs> It's something that I've. It's something else that I've been yeah, doing. Yeah. So you learn how to set your own limits, and I yeah. think that's important as well. Yeah, yeah. And I am. I'm less concerned about his use of it as I am it taking our attention away. That's my main concern. Is is you know, hearing the email tone or the text and, and immediately jumping on that thing uh, to see what it is, and then you get sucked into another thing, and you know, just actively resisting that. That's it's tough. And before you know it, you're looking at cat videos, and it's 4 a.m. and you're still awake, and you're wondering. <laughs> yeah. And then he's up again, and then then that that's it. Where did the night go? Because you've been looking at cat videos all night, and you you know, and you you realize, and you look at your phone, and and maybe I have a problem with that. No, I'm just kidding. But it could happen. Um, I don't know. I hope that I hope that uh, my son takes. I'm gonna definitely give. He's gonna play video games. Oh yeah. I don't know if he's gonna play all the video games that are currently out. Yeah, that'll be tough. I think I'm gonna start him with. Something along the lines of a Super Nintendo or a Nintendo, mm -hmm. like a Nintendo Classic, because an it's a, old video game when games were hard. Right, yeah, no, or when games were just less, less, um, all, oh, all encompassing is the word I'm looking for. Uh, when games weren't so engrossing and designed mm. to be so engrossing. I don't know. I mean, to be honest, uh, a lot of these games are designed to be very, very engrossing. The difference is like, um. Say, say you take an old game like uh, Donkey Kong was one that I used to play on on an old Atari 800, um, and it was great and it was a lot of fun, but it was really really hard. Yeah, it was made to be hard so that when it was played in an arcade, you'd mm -hmm. have to keep on feeding it quarters, so it would take a lot your of your money. And so games were harder specifically because 
it, it needed you to keep feeding quarters into it. Now games are easier because like it, they need to be more enjoyable to play uh, on a short time. But like the, the the ones that were really hard really fostered uh, a sense of accomplishment in like, oh, I did this. Mm-hmm. I did a great job. And it was it's so much more rewarding because it was hard. Whereas now a lot of the games are like, oh, I got this reward and it was easy. I mean, the only thing that I ever got from playing a game like Donkey Kong was frustrated because it was a hard, stupid game, and I hated it, and it was stupid. Uh, And I'm serious. I think games were actually too hard back in the day and depended too much on some sort of weird dexterity mixed with some weird ability to compensate for subpar technology. Like, you have this joystick that's an inexact tool and this button that's also an inexact tool, and there's a minor, probably a minor delay between the time you move the joystick and push the button between what actually happens on the screen. And then you don't, you know, of course, <laughs> when you need to push the button, the thing doesn't work. And when you move the joystick, he jumps the wrong way, and there you go. I mean, it's so frustrating. I think the games with... Uh, with so, so you were just really bad at them then? I was very bad at <laughs> video oh, games. I, I did not beat video games. I was I was good at video games, and I would beat them, but then when I couldn't, I had anger issues with these <laughs> things, which I think I got from my dad. He would always... He was a very gentle man. He would take all of his anger out on inanimate objects when they didn't do what he wanted them to do. I think I inherited some of that. I remember playing Batman on the Nintendo Entertainment System, which was what? not a great game. It was a it was a hard quote movie adaptation right. like it was a tie-in <laughs> had could not have had less to do. I think they probably had created some sort of generic action hero game, and they're like, eh, let's just throw Batman on this character. Right. Uh, using the game genie, there's this one boss I couldn't beat. I remember being even st- using the game genie. Yeah, I spent all afternoon. I was just Jeez. stuck because you can get stuck with that because if you you should die but you can't because you need the game whatever. And so and then you have to turn it off. And yeah, you but to, you okay. can't save in those games. And so right. I remember spending a whole afternoon playing this thing and getting stuck. And I put my controller down and I yanked on the cord. I didn't throw the controller, which I did a lot. I deliberately was like, I need to destroy this thing. <laughs> <laughs> and the cord came out. And I looked at it, and I was like, I have to tell my mom about this right now. I was probably like eight or nine years old. <laughs> like, I knew very well at that point what I had done and how stupid that was. What, you yanked on it, and it came it came out of the I what? I ripped the cord out of the controller. Oh, out of the oh controller. I, like, so I thought you yanked it out of the game No, no. I console. set the controller down on the ground and put my feet on the controller and yanked on the cord so that it would come out. And immediately doing that, <laughs> realized how stupid it was. And I walked into the living room with my head down, and I was like, Mom, I just did this stupid thing. I'm really sorry. She was like, well, man, you shouldn't have done that. And my dad tried to fix it. He tried to, like, solder the cord. It didn't. It, the, talk about a delay. Like, it was, right. like, a full second delay <laughs> after that. So I didn't have a controller. For, like, I didn't have – it was – I had, another, like, a Player 2 controller, so I'd use that. But, uh yeah. It, the, yeah, I went through some stuff with those. It was very frustrating. Super Mario Brothers was intense, was intensely, yeah, intensely never, difficult. But I never got mad at that one because I always felt like the game wasn't like cheating me. Like it was just a, it's a hard jump to make and I just right. didn't time it right, you know, stuff like that. Right, so you blame yourself. Like Donkey Kong. Right, yeah. Donkey Kong was a liar, lying, <laughs> cheating game and it was unfair to both players 
and creators because it was unfair to players. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, Donkey Kong. I can I can never make any headway in Donkey Kong. And and I think I was so young that when I got Donkey Kong. Mm-hmm. And here's the other thing about video games. I didn't understand some of them. For sure. Like I didn't understand what was going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Solomon's Key. Yeah. Solomon's Key is a torture device. Yeah. That's not a video game. Yeah. That game is impossible. I think a lot of them had things going on behind the scenes that they thought they were doing with the story, but right. when you're looking at the the sprites on your screen like I don't know what this is it's impossible in the Atari we had an Atari 2600 which is obviously worse than like suffered a lot more from that you would look at the box art of these things and it's this epic like D&D scene oh it's so exciting yeah and then you play the game and it's like here's two long squiggles and I'm the short squiggle and I need to shoot a block at those long squiggles and this isn't fun no like, what it's am not I doing? Solom- <laughs> Solomon's key was I think and it never gets rated as the highest because apparently I just never figured it out but but it was the most difficult game that i ever wrongly blundered into or wasted any <laughs> iota of my time with and i and i this day cast aspersions <laughs> upon not only the creators of solomon's key but also its its several purveyors solomon's key was terrible <laughs> oh my god i but along the li- along those lines yeah it's it's because because it looks so exciting on the cover, you pick it up and you realize that this is this. There's this impossible game behind it, yeah. And you don't actually know what's going on. That was also a part of why I was unable to beat video games growing up. Not merely because I was inadequate <laughs> a video game player. I didn't. I some I beat. Like I beat the Mega Man's. The Mega Man's. That's made, impressive. They made sense. They were very difficult though. They Mega made Man sense. <laughs> yeah. You gotta shoot Doctor yes. Wily. He's just. He's just riding around in that <laughs> stupid contraption, and then it flashed. You know, but the, like games like that made sense. But some of these other games, man, did did not at all. Where were we? <laughs> <laughs> uh, keeping technology. Technology. So you wish it was your phone, like that. You're, yeah. That or the time. Is it just your phone, or is it just like the time sucking internet? enabled devices in your house no it's really the phone i mean you know you it, it I did countless thought pieces have been printed about the phone and its effect on our brains and i i feel all of them all of the time in my head and i it's it my i used to be able to sit down quietly with a thing for a while and now my attention is always like oh what's i gotta i gotta look at a thing i need another thing i need to look up a thing you know it's it's hard for me to focus on things and when you have a human being who should be your primary focus Anything that that is a is a hindrance to that, I do want to throw into a fire. Right. So yeah, fair enough. Uh, for me, it's it's pretty much anything with a computer in it at some point. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's not always, but basically when things don't work the way I think they should work, um, I just I just want to I I want to yell. I mm-hmm. want to I I'm angry at computers that don't work right mm-hmm. i think in part it's worse for me because i'm in technology so i'm like ah if only i was in the source code <laughs> i could go in and and i guess i use linux so i probably could look Get at the drivers it. and right. and fix them but like it's it's just not worth it <laughs> to, to actually do that and i don't have the time to do yeah. it because i'm taking care of a human um but like ah man um i had a, a printer uh, that just recently got rid of that constantly there was just something wrong with it not it wasn't like oh it didn't work all the time it was like it would often just print but not print well and so like oh one of the colors is off um and like it it, it printed actually pretty good photos but 
sometimes when it printed the photos, it, they were just a little bit off. And you're like, oh, God. Yeah. And it took a really long time and just, ah. Uh, I got so angry because sometimes <laughs> because sometimes it also just like wouldn't connect or it would only partially print something. So like, okay, I'm gonna spend all this time, I'm gonna print the, this photo, and it would come out halfway and then just feed the rest of the paper out, and I'd be like, what, what, what yep. the hell is yeah. this? And it turned out this, oh, it's because you printed a large file over Wi-Fi and it didn't keep the data rate up, and as a result, it stopped printing in the middle of the file. Why didn't you just spool and then? Yep. Um, and so, like, uh, as as it turned out, like, eventually, when I was changing one of the things, a pin for the uh, the ink cartridge came out, and so like, I could never, I couldn't use it anymore because you have to have all of the cartridges full and seated in order for it to print anything. So frustrating. Yeah. And so uh, I got rid of that printer and got a new one that I, now works better. I so. cast an anathema upon my printer whenever it does that. I've mm. never had a printer that I didn't get angry at in yeah. my life. Why are they such frustrating pieces of technology? It's unbelievable how yeah. much they've not been able to get those yeah. right still. Hey, yeah. brother, brother, <laughs> brother. Not a sponsor of this podcast. Not a, you're not a sponsor of this podcast, so I'm, I'm not bound by your money. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, if you don't enable printing with black ink in there only, I swear to God, I'm going to do nothing but keep complaining. That's all I'm going to do. I'm just going to keep complaining like an, like an impotent idiot until you finally don't make the change and I buy yet another of your printers because, honestly, it's probably one of the better ones that we've, been, that we've managed to actually get in contact with. So, no. uh, Actually, so I, I've... That my new printer so far I haven't had any problems with. So which far, has been nice. Uh, so far, so we'll see. But it's 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 a Canon. Okay. So, yeah. uh, but Canon, you listening? Yeah. So far, like so far, so far, you're good. <laughs> Short um, leash. Yeah. Uh, but like, yeah, we we printed some pictures because like we've got a thousand pictures on our Google Drive of 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 our baby. Why are you printing them all? Because I'm putting them on the wall. I'm not yeah. printing all of what them. Are you, what are you putting them on the wall and drawing yarn? You know, yarn lines <laughs> between them like your John Ganache. Well, of course, because we have to find out who done it. Well, uh, you know what? I think I'm I'm gonna toss up a question mark to printing a thousand photos anywhere. I'm, I'm not, I'm not an, printing a thousand. But, We're printing a couple of but them. But an industrial I, I would always go to a pharmacy because I'm apparently 60 <laughs> to, print, to, print my, to print my photos. You walk up to the cashier and just hand them a thumb drive. You're like, I need the photos. You're like, what? What? No, this isn't how this works. Paul, Paul actually burns a CD. <laughs> yeah. I'm, going to, I'm going to do that because um, I'm actually going to burn a CD not only of this podcast, but <laughs> But, um, we're gonna mail this out to our listeners. That's how they're gonna get it. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna be the new AOL CDs, <laughs> right? Why not? No, because um, AOL also not a sponsor the, of this podcast. Because there are people or in, anyone else. Because there are people in my life who um, who are, don't have some of the re- ready smart technology as easily accessible yeah. as I do, and yeah. I think a CD while you're driving in the car is pretty is a nice way to be able to listen to us. So. Yeah. You know, so we're gonna burn a CD. I don't. Sure. I gotta figure out how to do that in this machine because I don't think it does that because that technology is ten years old. Yeah, but we're gonna try. Go ahead and try to do that. I mean, listeners, do you want a copy of Dads on Dads on Dads? <laughs> First anthology on CD. Mail a certified check for seventy five dollars. Um, the, um, for me, one piece of technology is um, it's not in your home. It forces its way into my home. 
and it forces its way. It's all those robots that it, are those it, killer robots <laughs> that we're currently <laughs> battling because we're ne- because for for posterity, if you're listening to this and it's the year 3260 A.D., we lost the Battle of Flagley, <laughs> and we lost it badly. Now, um, it's uh, technology that forces its way into my home, and it forces its way through my son's window and through the curtains, which I don't think are sound-deadening, and even if they were, it wouldn't help because that's not what sound-deadening curtains actually do. It's car horns. Oh. If I hear one more car horn, I am going to, again, rage with impotent, impotent rage and do precisely nothing about it because by the time I get outside, they're going to be gone anyway. But I do wish that people on New York City streets would 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 think twice about who might be in the buildings before honking because somebody um, hasn't, you know, somebody didn't press the gas the nanosecond the light turned green. The honking is, it's insane. And it's something Stop. that I... right. <sighs> I, I, I had a why what are you doing I had a tweet about this once because I feel like the need to preface that like people oh he said that on Twitter no one seems like Twitter but I was like I'm an actor I'm like I could, I could get into the mind of a murderer or a rapist <laughs> like I could I, I trust my ability to get into that headspace and deliver right. that performance I could never play someone who honks in a traffic jam because <laughs> I don't get it right you're you're what you're doing is you're driving up against a building and you're honking in that building because it's in the way that's basically what you're doing the building can't move no one's right. choosing to sit there why are you honking at them look at all of the windows around you there is a there's a bedroom behind every one of those windows you don't know how many people are asleep behind those windows right. we're in new york people work all hours of the day babies sleep all hours of the day it's it is mad keep your stupid hand off your stupid horn <laughs> it serves no purpose i don't and nobody cares that you're voicing your displeasure because nobody cares about <laughs> your displeasure nobody cares about your disple- about your about the fact that you're displeased nobody cares about your emotions except those people that are close to you complain to them when you get home and get out of your car please don't honk on city streets especially when there's low-rise construction around because you know there's a bedroom on the second floor like Colin's saying you know but but even where the, where there's low rise, it's all one to you know it's all one to four unit places. I mean, there's only two stories, maybe three. I mean, there's 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 probably a bunch of babies up there, and yet you're honking. And every time you wake them up, you wake them up out of a nap, and that's hard for them. It's hard for a baby to have to get up out of the nap. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, that's a hard thing. And it's hard on us. And we hate you and, for it. And stop <laughs> it. Just stop it. I've heard people get mad at sanitation. And I don't for the for the following reason is because those guys bust their buns, number one. Yeah. yeah. And number two, the removing like literal weight, like literal piles of waste <laughs> from the side of the road. And that's a, such a valuable service yeah. that, yeah, you know, you it's just, necessary if as you, opposed to like, right. you know, the I, honking. I, I can imagine like a, a horn going off every like. Maybe once a week, but probably more like once a month or less often. That's actually like really useful because right. there there's there are horns for a reason, and right. the reason is not uh, somebody three cars in front of me isn't moving. It, it, you know, it's like oh my god, you know, look out, there's danger. Maybe no, yeah. no, no, not move, not not moving, not moving fast enough, right? Because they always move eventually. Just wait. 
Yeah. Wait, be patient. But it's and it's it's also never the person like immediately behind. It's yeah. usually the person like three or right. four cars back where it's, it's that like, guy. What what it's are you guy. doing? It's or like, lady. Yeah. Yeah. It could be that guy or lady. Yeah, because like, I could see like a quick like maybe tiny tap on the horn a little if, tap. if just it's a little tap. if you're just behind someone and they didn't move like, for like five seconds they clearly like, oh. haven't seen the light yeah right. it's like hey you know little the, tap for mike yeah. little tap for mike <laughs> yeah that's all you need to but do. like but like somebody four cars back it's like no. what what the what are you doing yeah what are you doing you're just, just like, voicing your displeasure yeah. and nobody cares that you're displeased yeah i don't know what you don't get about the about where your emotions fit into the grand society. Hey, I'm that, walking here. That, is, that nobody cares that you're walking. Yep. I mean, hopefully nobody hits you, but good Lord. <laughs> Come on. No, but the, the horn is the, yeah. So, I mean, when you, when you, when you put your son down and suddenly the recycling truck comes, comes around, that's on you and you got unlucky because it's bad timing. Yep. But that recycling and garbage needs to be picked up. Yep. But you know what doesn't need to be picked up? Your hand when somebody doesn't move fast enough at the green light and press your stupid car horn. That doesn't need to be picked up. Your hand when you, to press your car horn doesn't need to be picked up. Ridiculous. Absolutely, utterly, utterly ridiculous. Stop honking outside my son's bedroom window because it took me 30 minutes to get him down. Uh, and you just wrecked it. You just wrecked it all. But that is one piece of technology that I wish would not make itself apparent in my house. It's weekly. Is it weekly for you? Because it's weekly for me. Well, it's daily. So here's the thing. I live higher now. And you would be surprised at how much the sound carries, even in a high-rise mm. building. Like, it's still, it's surprising. It's not enough to wake him up, but I'm surprised. And we're at an intersection of a major, we're at a major intersection, and it's 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 hourly, hourly, for sure. Stop. And then throw a siren in there, too, because they can't get through a traffic jam. Right. No, but at least, you know, they have a, Well, sure, they have a reason to have it on. They have an excuse. Yeah, yeah. Most of the time. Yeah. Most of the time. <laughs> Unless they're just trying to, you know, get home. Which I don't think happens a lot. At any rate. All right. So that's those are the pieces of technology that we wish, you know, that just wouldn't, that weren't so present in our lives, I guess. Those in the murder robots. Right. I'm really tired of them. Yeah. Well, Stop. We, if Stop you're listening, murdering. If, it's thir- if it's 3226, if you're listening, we lost. We lost that battle. This was the beginning of the end. Okay. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Uh, thank you so much for everyone who submitted questions. Uh, if you want your answer, if you want your questions answered and your name settled out on the podcast, just hit us up on Facebook. It's easy. It's on the Dads on Dads on Dads page. Just put it, put that in the search bar and throw us a like, or hit us up on Twitter at Dads on Dads Pod. It's not at Dads on Dads. It's at Dads on Dads P O D Pod and toss us a follow or email us. As always, please feel free to email us at Dads on Dads on Dads at gmail.com. This podcast, pretty much everywhere you get your podcasts, including iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and other places. Special thanks to Computer Music All-Stars for the theme song, um, to the QED and Astoria for letting us record here, and to our wives, as always, and without whom we would not be dads. From Outrun the Bear Media, from Mike and Colin, I am Paul. Thank you for listening. Keep on dadding.